You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If, 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 if your blood runs orange and blue, orange and blue, 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 blue this, this the pod, is the pod for you. for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. We'll talk about their next matchup against the Nets in a little bit. But first, James Dolan speaks. So uh, Thursday started with fireworks of a different kind for the Knicks. James Dolan, the team owner, uh, had his first on-camera interview touching on a, a range of topics. First one he's had in years on a, a range of topics regarding uh, the MSG's use of facial recognition technology. This is a story that people have been covering for the last couple of months. Um, also talked about the Knicks play this season. So a lot covered in this interview. At times, like I said, it was bizarre. At times, it was um, interesting, to say the least. So speaking with Fox 5 New York, Dolan defended Madison Square Garden's policy of banning lawyers engaged in litigation against the company from attending sporting events, and he railed against politicians attempting to end that policy through um, laws, essentially. So People who don't know, because we haven't really talked about it much, because we're a basketball podcast. This is not basketball, but the owner did speak, so we got to mention it. Um, MSG has people suing them because they're a major corporation, so companies get sued. And it seems like Madison Garden is taking a, a leap that most people seem to see as a little bit maybe overreach, which is being challenged, which is why lawmakers are looking into it, with the fact that they're using facial recognition technology, which is designed to essentially keep out terrorists keep out people who were violent at MSG people who are banned for reasons that anyone could understand and now they're using it to ban lawyers who are part of firms that are suing Madison Square Garden essentially a a sense of retaliation so Dolan defended that he kind of made an analogy saying well if you're a baker and someone's suing you are you going to let them into your bakery that was his analogy he used Uh, he also which was crazy um and interesting he threatened to stop serving alcohol at an upcoming sporting event as a way to highlight the state liquor authorities complaint against uh the madison square garden policy they had said that you know because you're a public company you you can't you know deny service and you know have a liquor license in the state and dolan hold the held a picture of the gentleman who is the executive chair of the liquor authority and said you know i'm gonna do a game where there's gonna be no liquor and we're gonna hand out this flyer and say hey call this guy if you have a problem with this policy. So uh, a lot of, you know, mess, to say the least, with the Dolan stuff regarding Madison Square Garden and some of their policies on the Knicks side, which is the side that, you know, I think most fans are probably more interested in. He did talk about how the team is, quote, doing well, um, but he acknowledged that they're not at the top of the league nor at the bottom of the league. Um, He also uh, noted that the team is without Mitchell Robinson for the next four weeks, which I think was noteworthy because – we were under the impression that he was like, you know, he had to be evaluated in three weeks. You know, we don't know what that means in terms of when he will return to play. Perhaps Dolan may be giving you a hint saying that it will probably be four weeks when he actually gets back on the court. So noteworthy there. Um, he said the team has to essentially tread water with him being out for this time. So a lot happened in this interview, Tommy. I, I, my feeling on it is like, I just don't know, understand why James Dolan does this to himself and does this to like the organization. Like you gotta have these beefs with lawyers or whatever. Like I don't, I think the, the 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 banning of the lawyers seems a little ridiculous to me. But whatever, 
handle that in courtrooms, handle that behind closed doors. Like, I don't really understand what the purpose was for him to decide I'm going to go on Good Morning New York and, you know, come up with flyers and talk about, you know, we need to handle bail reform and crime before we talk about this MSG policy. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. The team is things are going well for the Rangers. He acknowledges, in his opinion, things are going well for the Knicks, which was controversial. And I asked you about that in a second. But I just don't see what favors he did for not only himself, but for the company as a whole and the Knicks, who we care about as a whole in this interview. So I don't know why he did it. Like, it just like the fact that this became the story. I'm thankful the Knicks had a huge win because otherwise, this is what people would be talking about. It, he didn't do himself any favors, and it makes zero sense. It's a you know it it it, it reeked of a spoiled billionaire publicly airing grievances. That again, you all I could think of was that Jonah Hill meme where he's just you know where he's just going like, <laughs> yeah. All I could think about was Dolan lawyers just going, dude, just you don't have to say anything. And somebody in a limo with him on the way to fight. And remember, let's stick to the talking points. Talk about how well the yeah. Knicks are playing and ticket sales yeah. are up. And, you know, but again, he just can't. He gets in front of that camera, and it, you just knew something bad was going to come. Honestly, when I heard the in the morning that he was going to be on the show, that it didn't end up worse than it did. I think at this point, part <laughs> of it is, you know, uh, pundits assume he's going to say something ridiculous. And it, you know, basically did. Um, and you know, Senator uh, uh, Brad Hoyleman Seagal had, had responded, yeah. uh, basically saying Dolan is the poster child of child privilege as someone who inherited his wealth and receives an annual $43 million tax break from New Yorkers. Given Dolan's condescending attitude towards the rest of us, it's not surprising that he's taking to criticizing the clean the clean the slate bill to give New Yorkers a criminal convictions a second chance, et cetera. Um, again, he's wading into waters that that he doesn't belong in. That's not his yeah. lane. Um, you know, it's just, it, 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 there's no benefit. There's no substantive benefit. It's not going to sway people's opinion on bail reform by having the own billionaire owner of the, of the, of the right. Nixon Rangers, you know, comment on it. Um, it's just a, a, a senseless uh, uh, decision to, to put yourself uh, front and center in, in a debate. And, and listen, the Knicks have more losses than any team this century. That just so happens to coincide with the time that 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 Brunson started owning the team. Is it directly no, correlated? Yeah. That's probably a bit of a stretch. Have the Knicks had zero success in free agency? Yeah, I mean they they haven't landed a big fish. They play in the biggest market on planet Earth, and they haven't landed a a major superstar free agent. A lot of that has to do with the world being flat, and you can sell shoes in Oklahoma City that you couldn't do twenty <laughs> years, thirty years ago. We get all that. That being said. If you if you read if you listen to, you know like kind of listen to the subtext and some people come out and say it <laughs> Kevin Durant you know New York not being cool etc yeah um, LeBron James has kind of noted the same things it isn't playing for Dolan even though he'll make you rich is not it does not appeal to a lot of players in this day and age socially conscious players we know Dolan um, contributed significant sums to the Trump administration and, and Trump campaign so um, there's a way of of separating yourself from these these controversial opinions and and, and topics um, again that just there's no real I couldn't find any point being served by him entering into that conversation. Yeah. And then, you know, again, you hear him talk about crime and bail reform. And, you know, you remember uh, Nick's response and MSU's response to the George Floyd protest and how it was, well, you know, as a company, we, we can't, you know, we're, we're, it's not our place to to wade into social issues. And it's like, well, I guess, 
you're willing to weigh in the social issues when it comes to people yeah. suing you or people upset with policies. And then you'll say, well, what about bail reform and crime? You know, so so that was a little, you know, disappointing, I think, to say the least. Yeah, I, I, you're right. Like everything you said, I, I agree with. I, I just I just wish that everything like everything was fine before he started talking. Like yes. nobody was mentioning him like he had. The, there was this issue with this facial recognition thing. It was a story that people were covering. It wasn't like this was some front of the paper news right, that people right. were like it was not this major issue like i can understand if it was some kind of crisis happening yes. at Madison Square Garden we said okay i have to say something this was not a crisis this seemed like he just was really annoyed that this yes. story was not going away it, it, it was not a front page news but it wasn't going away this thing kept you know being kind of persistent and people kept pursuing further you know stories about people who didn't get into the garden or had to be removed from games and, like, and, uh, and keep and keep in mind, none of us were expecting him to say anything. You know, for better know, or for yeah. worse, the, the, the Knicks have, have made a living by ignoring the press and 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 not addressing legitimate, you know, controversial subjects. Is the coach going to get fired? Is that right. is the is the you know is the owner happy with the you know they the, the, uh, Leon Rose ducks media at every every possible turn? Um, you know, the front office doesn't speak to the press, doesn't address controversial you know and issues that the fans would like to hear from them on. Nobody's clamoring to hear James Dolan's opinion right. on. Yeah. Obviously, we know what his opinion is. To your point, have your lawyers address it in the court of law, um, and 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 have it settled that way, as opposed to you know in in just basically petty and extra. That that wasn't. Yeah, it just seems like whenever it seems like for for James, whenever there is some thing that he takes personally, that's when he wants to step out. Like the last time I I remember him doing like a real sit down interview that wasn't you know he did one with New York One that was like more about just like the stuff happening at Madison Garden. But like it's tough where he's kind of addressing some kind of issue. He went on ESPN New York, talked to Michael Kay about Charles Oakley, you know, that he had the whole hit the binder with the talking point televised interview. And it's like because that was a personal grievance, that's when he felt like, well now I have to step out. I think these, you know, the people that are saying that this pot these policies are are you know are draconian, he he's taking that personally. So that's when he said, well now I have to step out. I think right. the stuff about, you know, oh, well, you know, are the team going to fire the coach? Like, he doesn't take that personally. Right. I mean, he kind of mentioned uh, during this interview that, you know, if he doesn't sell alcohol at a game, number one, he mentioned he doesn't drink anymore because he's almost 30 years sober. Congrats to him for being sober. But and I think it told him that he's thinking about himself in that regard. But also, he's like, people are going to show up. And I think that that was part of the frustration that you saw from some Nick fans from the interview that, didn't give a damn about any of this MSG facial recognition stuff. Uh, there were some people frustrated at Dolan's content about where the Knicks are right now, where some people would argue they're in purgatory. They're a team that's not quite good enough to win a title, not uh, bad enough to get a franchise changing player. He said himself that they're not at the top of the league, but they're not at the bottom of the league. And he seemed to be fine with that. Like, are, do you feel like it was fair for some fans to take own, take beef with that issue that he was seemed to be content where the Knicks are. And this was obviously before the Knicks had this huge win on uh, Thursday night. Right. Yeah. I think it's understandable. You know, I, again, to, to his credit, he has stayed out of basketball affairs from, from everything yes. we've seen and heard, you know, hasn't been, obviously there was the, 
the, the pinnacle of it was getting involved in the in the Carmelo Anthony deal with Denver and, and kind of pushing the envelope and basically overriding the you know his counsel and, and the front office and then saying this is the deal um, whatever they need to get it done we're getting it done and he's coming and playing he's going to be a Nick within days and hours um, since then it seems like he's you know he's vowed to take a step back and it certainly seems by all outward appearances that he's done just that we haven't heard any rumblings we haven't heard anything behind the scenes um you know he's kind of washed his hands just like he did with the rangers it led to success um he's kind of following that same blueprint he's also not one of the owners that belly aches about you know luxury tax um yeah. you know his, his family's worth billions and, and they don't you know they're not they're they're not looking to skimp on you know while charging 18 dollars for a beer so you know to worry about paying next to thirty seven thousand dollars in, in luxury tax so so credit to him in that respect but yeah i mean i mean to your point um it's a personal grievance if he wants to discuss something talk about the fans um what's the the network that hasn't had you know the network in jersey that hasn't been able to watch nick games for the last like right. since the start of last season you know like those fans want to watch the knicks um you know yeah. but because of the beef with msg and, and msg networks and the and the amount that they're charging the rsns um you know that that, that those fans haven't been able to watch nick's games that's what would what, what far more fans are worried about that than a couple lawyers you know and, and i understand lawyers being upset that they're being you know profiled yeah. um but again it, this is not the biggest deal in the grand scheme of things if you're going to talk about something and looking to you know it, it's it's i think maybe he thought like i'm going to get the fans all fired up about this right and they're going, to, going to start some kind of campaign but fans could care less you know so it's just yeah again it was senseless. yeah it's very weird because it's like you, you're right like this whole there have been i i saw some media folk being like you know people should be more outraged at this facial recognition thing that's being used to ban people and i think nick's fans mostly kind of just shrug their shoulders they're like I mean, whatever. Like, it definitely seems weird. Yes. I, I don't think I don't think anybody really agrees with it, but they're just right. like, look, like, whatever. We're, we care about the Knicks, right? And like now he comes out and then he speaks, and now he has more fans upset at him for speaking about this and then other topics. He weighs into the Knicks, see, the way the Knicks are playing, and people are social issues and people are upset about that. It's like you were totally fine just moving on, not addressing any of this but like i said never on a personal thing for james that's when he feels like yes so the owner spoke uh i don't know when the next time from him it'll probably be a long time i'm assuming there are plenty of people at the garden that are probably like dude please don't do that ever again and he'll go another two years not speaking and then something will happen and we'll hear